How'd you meet? Uh, how'd you meet Grant? This How do you know Grant? Is being recorded. Greg, uh, he's followed me on LinkedIn for a long time. I just met him yesterday, actually, and I asked him the same question, like, how'd you find me? He's like, followed you forever. Uh, kind of always knew we'd need your services at some point. So finally booked a discovery call. I have like a Calendly link on my, um, I was going to say my channel, but my profile. Um, and he just found time and and booked with me. So for background, nice. I'm a video prospecting coach. So I work with B2B tech teams on the video prospecting side of things. They've kind of got email and cold call going for them and need an extra strategy. Um, so I come yeah. in and teach that and he's thinking there's opportunity for me to come in. And obviously he serves multiple different organizations at once, but for me to be able to right. come create that strategy for um, different areas of play. So that's what we were talking about yesterday. Yeah. And then I kind of mentioned um, focusing on my client is obviously like my main concern right now. And I, I may be looking to bring in fractional closers, fractional SDRs, that kind of thing. And he's like, oh, you should be talking to Lucas. So that is <laughs> the story short. Yeah, really cool. By the way, uh, I'm very familiar with Gonzaga. I um, went to school at Bishop Blanchett High School in uh, Washington, which is in Seattle. And um, that was like a feeder school for Gonzaga. So I knew a bunch of people that went there. Um, and I was born and raised in Seattle. So are you, you're currently in Seattle, right? Yeah, I'm in Tacoma. Oh, okay. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Where, where I live in Los there? Angeles now, okay. but I was there for my entire life. And then the last eight years I've been here in Los Angeles. So yeah, yeah. Gonzaga was interesting. Um, I, I went because I want to be a college cheerleader. That was the first team I made. And it was kind of like, once you make the cheer team, you're going there. So yeah. that was awesome. I cheered at the final four national championship uh, in 2017. Um, so yeah. I've been watching them every year. And this year, we'll see what happens. Awesome. And when you say like video prospecting, uh, I think I actually do understand what you mean by that, because it was the first thing we did to grow our business. Actually, we, um, and I have this whole documented process that's inside my uh, um, uh, loom. I have like 10 or 12 videos that have made me over like $200,000 in, in sales just from like 20 hours of prospecting where I basically made videos for prospects showing them where all their inefficiencies were on SEO. And then they'd be blown away. And then they'd say, oh my gosh, I need you. And then they'd eventually meet with me and then I'd close them. Um, is that what you mean by video prospecting with what you yep. guys do? Yeah. So one-to-one okay. -one personalized video outreach, whether it's over LinkedIn or email, Loom's a great tool. Vidyard sponsors me. So I exclusively recommend them to my clients, but there's straight yeah. up to Loom, Vidyard, plenty of options. That's awesome. And I definitely recommend it to anybody to do that. Um, I don't know how much Grant told you about uh, sort of our journey and who we are, but basically, uh, back in 2018, I started the business, um, grew it to $200,000 a month in sales within two and a half years. Uh, and then at this point now, uh, focusing on growing our software, um, which is a referral engine for agencies. So we have over 3,500 agencies in our community and also some B2B SaaS companies too. A lot of agencies launch B2B SaaS products like myself, cause that's what I did. And, um, we also scale our agency, which has been around longer than the, the software product. Um, the main go-to-market thing we've been doing right now for people 
is um, we learned that if you book podcast meetings, um, you don't have to force anyone to take a sales call with you from that podcast meeting, uh, but you book about 10 to 20 times more sales meetings uh, from that process uh, because more people are down for a podcast than they are for a sales meeting. And it's something that is additive both for you and them because they get content. And at the same time, about 80% of people opt into a sales meeting from the podcast because they already know about you. They like you, they trust you. And all you have to do is just bring up, Hey, we do this free training or we do this free thing. Are you interested? They opt in and then you put them through the sales process. Now, the thing is that I've seen two major inefficiencies in businesses that I work with, both B2B sales, uh, B2B SaaS, and also just all kinds of B2B sales is almost everyone thinks that the sale happens in the first two calls. When you actually look at the statistics, it's the first three to four calls is where mm -hmm. actually the, the, the money is. And we've done a lot of studies on this. So what we do is we not only book the podcast and teach people how to convert them into sales opportunities and also how to use that to create content to grow your brand. But on top of that, what we do is um, we help them craft some kind of an outbound sales offer that gets people interested um, and then actually have them do, let's say it's two weeks free marketing or do a free product or something like that to keep that prospect interested for at least two weeks. So then that way they don't just leave. Because what always happens is people come in, they have a meeting, whether it's a meeting that's directly interested in the product or not, the sales rep then talks to that person, gives some kind of value, but then it just dies because there's no relationship built. So what we try to do is figure out ways to keep that relationship going. And then on average, they start seeing a lot more deals than they otherwise would have if they didn't have relationships or didn't have some kind of an offer. Um, so that's pretty much what I do. And I have a whole team of SDRs that work specifically on accounts to book meetings. Uh, and then we train our um, clients on how to actually take the meetings and opt them in. Uh, the average client books uh, about 43 meetings a month. Uh, and we have some clients in the B2B SaaS space, which I can show you that this month will probably hit 100 meetings um, just from uh, the method that we do. Um, so yeah, that's essentially what we do. Pretty cool. So I think I need clarification. So in, okay. <laughs> So I would have a podcast, right, where I host my potential clients and then eventually funnel them into a sales cycle. What kind of topics would I be discussing with those potential clients that? Yeah. To that? Yeah. So all of this is basically based off of our own podcast that's in the top 5% globally. If you go look up how to scale an agency podcast, uh, that's my podcast. Um, and so we... Have, we cover a range of topics, but really it's just about making the person on the other side feel like a million bucks. We just ask them questions that make them look good. And they're all just generic questions about growing a business. There's nothing really too unique about it. You can obviously ask any kind of question you want, but it's pretty much the same for everyone. How did you grow the business? What are some strategies you can use to teach other people how to grow their business? It's, it's all the same. I never do any research before any podcast interview. That goes for if I'm interviewing a billion dollar company, or a company with one employee, uh, because I can gather everything I pretty much need just from glancing at their website. Uh, I've done over 300 interviews so far, and there really is not much research needed. Nobody ever says, did you research me? It just never comes up. So um, I just hop on, uh, I do the interview, I make them look really good. And at the end of it, I say, hey, um, I don't know if you're interested in this, but we have this free training. 
this is what we do. Uh, and then also we do two weeks of free marketing for you where we basically just show you everything, teach you everything. At the end of the day, it's how we find our new clients. And if it's not something you want to move forward with, that, that, that's fine. But, but we'll at least teach you how everything works. So. Interesting. Okay. I think, um, I think like where you can maybe help me today is like indirect. So mm. when you say 200 K months in your agency, that's kind of my goal right now. I'm trying to do half a million this year. Um, mm-hmm. that's my goal. Um, it's just me right now and, uh, a VA and a marketing strategist and some things I'm thinking about. Um, let's see, to give you context, like December, I did 25 K January, I did 12 K February, I did 50 K. So that's kind of like the range that I'm working with in my attempt to get half a million. Um, (laughs) so it's like maybe a little bit of a reach, but also like a 50 K month is somewhat promising. Um, so just want to give you that context (laughs) and some things that are going through my mind right now. It's like, so at first I offered a a four week program for clients. I was charging 4,000. Then I raised it to 6,000. Now it's 8,000. So I take teams through four weeks. These are SDR teams. I take them through four weeks to get really good at video prospecting, understand how to follow up and book meetings, whatever. I realize it's really hard to really make anything happen in four weeks. So I adjusted and I was like, I actually want to offer a 90 day program. So three months with me and an SDR team, I'm doing a full audit on their processes. I'm fixing their shitty email copy, um, all of that for 12 K. So in order to get to half a million, I need four clients a month. Um, also, take into consideration, like I'm sponsored by Vidyard. They pay me 50 K a year. Um, I have other brand deals. People will usually pay me like 1500 for a TikTok, whatever. So I have some random income. Then I'll also have some SDRs or AEs, uh, that book one-on-ones with me. They can pay. It's usually like $800 for a couple one-on-ones. So there's all these different streams of income that mostly come in just through me posting content on LinkedIn. The first pillar I really want to add is a community. So like a membership option, like 10 bucks a month, SDRs can get in there. Um, They can ask me questions anytime. They can send me video examples. I give feedback. They can chat with other SDRs. Um, If I could get a thousand people into membership at $10 a month, that's, that's 10 grand that I don't have to think about. Um, So those are all the things on my mind. You've done 200 K months. So just speak to me on your thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I definitely would like to explore this further. I think you're kind of the perfect client. I feel a lot of, um, I mean, the fact that you already are doing this as a service speaks to a couple different things. One, we actually already have, um, reps, uh, that are trained to do this exact same thing. And we have a pool of talent that we've built over the last five years that you could essentially white label us for. So as a supply side, maybe there's an option there too. And in, in the future, because, uh, we've, we've been building that method for years. Um, and all of our reps are trained on that. So that could be something interesting you could maybe think about, but as, in, as far as growing your agency, that is what a lot of people come to me for. You actually remind me a lot of, uh, one of my clients called, uh, uh happy productions. So they have uh, 4 million followers on TikTok, and uh, same kind of thing. They have a lot of different kind of uh, sources of income. 
but they don't really uh, specialize in, in growing their own agency. They've been able to get it to $100,000 a month, but they don't know how to double it. And they didn't really have an outbound sales process. So I've kind of come in and, and kind of been almost like a growth partner for them. And the way that I keep myself focused is I bring clients on in cohorts. And so we actually are opening up this new court right now. We typically do it like once a quarter. So March is almost over. We're going to open up another one. Um, and the idea is that uh, everyone I work with, I typically work with for a very long time. Uh, I not only get them meetings, but I also help them establish that outbound sales process, which consists of some sort of repeated meetings with a prospect to get them very, very uh, interested in you and also build a relationship with you. And then I also work on things like helping with automations, helping with, you know, as a software developer, I can build things that help scale the infrastructure of your agency, email newsletters, all sorts of stuff. Um, we actually help you build those things because if you grow your revenue, obviously I make more money too. It's a kind of like a win-win. So um, that's how I focus on people. What I would, what I want to show you is just the uh, kind of overview of everything uh, visually. So it's maybe a little easier uh, instead of me just telling you about it. But basically, this is sort of our main landing page. You can view, you know, testimonials on here, of course. But this is the podcast, How to Scale an Agency. Uh, you can go view podcast episode on our website, uh, talking about how we made it to the top five percent in the world. Um, Seven thousand plus downloads per month just from our podcast. Our brand gets over two million views per year. Uh, we were able to leverage that into building a community of thirty-six hundred businesses called the B two B Sales and Marketing Secrets Community uh, for agency owners. Uh, and again, we were able to grow this to past $190,000 uh, a month. This is with after Stripe fees, so 3% knocked off um, from May 2020 to May 2021. And then on the SaaS kind of community membership side, this is that part of the business, which we launched in 2021. And we were able to grow that from essentially close to zero up to $30,000 a month within uh, eight months. Uh, there's a lot of resources here you can access just in terms of frequently asked questions, podcast scripts. You can see some examples of different uh, clients of ours, how many meetings we book per month for some of our clients. Um, you can view that here and then also some other case studies. But essentially what you do and, and what you offer clients is, is exactly who I help. Um, so I, I feel like I could probably assist to a large degree in that. Okay. Interesting. Um, I think to like process it, I just need to know, like tactically, maybe top three things you could help with, or like, yeah. maybe, I don't know, gaps you see in hundred percent now. Um, well, typically what I, you know, I, I do have a couple questions about that in terms of like, you know, but when you say right now, I mean, I'll, I'll go pull up. I have a, a list of a few different things that I, I, I typically like to know, but, um, how long has ha, have you been trying to scale the business? I guess has it been something that you know you've been growing, but it's mostly been uh, a certain roster of clients, but you haven't really started growing it until recently. Like, have you been pushing to grow it for a while, or what does that timeline look like? So, quit my job October twenty twenty one, a year and a half ago. Really wanted to just solopreneur, kind of freelance, figure things out, and then I had a pivot, maybe. Uh, nine months ago where I was like, I'm really going to focus on video prospecting. I still want to solopreneur it. And then it hasn't been until the past couple months that I've been really busy serving current clients that I actually brought on the VA and the brand strategist to have some yeah. interns like working behind me. Um, but yeah, so it's really, I guess it's only been a couple months. 
Right. And you said VA, brand strategist. Are there other people who are on your team? That's it. Okay. Um, and then how, I guess there really, so basically there really isn't any other um, people closing deals. You're essentially the main person, main salesperson. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then uh, do you currently have a list that you're reaching out to or kind of a predefined demographic that you want to reach out to? Or is this something that uh, you're still kind of working through? B2B SaaS startups, usually like series B is where it, where they're good, they've, okay. like, they've hired salespeople, they have a process, they just need a little bit more help. Um, so my VA does a lot in Sales Navigator, connecting with people, and then once they connect, she kind of has the messaging sequence that starts. That gets a 15% reply rate, so pretty decent. She'll book like two meetings yeah. a week. So, okay. um, and then I would say most clients that actually like sign on with me and as quickly mm -hmm. as possible, they just come inbound, they see me posting content and, and want to connect. Um, so when you say you get 15% response rate to meetings, so is that, that's with a direct, uh, video sales pitch, kind of like what you guys offer people right now. Yeah. Okay. And then what are you analyzing in that pitch? Is it basically their brand and how, like, how do you typically do that with the video pitch? Um, so the first, the first LinkedIn message is super casual, like, Hey, appreciate the connect is video prospecting on your radar this year? Like, is it something you would try? And then they'll, yeah. they either respond or don't respond. The next message is like, hey, thought I should provide more context. I take teams through 90 day video prospecting training. They get X result. Does that sound interesting? Um, yeah. So people kind of respond from there. Okay, got it. So, so that's yeah, booking two actually, meetings a week. There actually isn't a video touch point unless I see my VA is like messaging someone that's really interesting to me and it's like a perfect fit. Then I'll like send a really personalized video, but it just depends. Yeah. And actually that's what we did is we, we would ask people, we would say, uh, Hey, I did some research on your website. Do you want to see our videos and then, uh, or our analysis of your brand? And then they would say yes. And from there we would, we would make the video. So that sounds pretty similar. Um, so I'm assuming that if we were to book these meetings, then, um, it would be you, uh, taking the meetings and, and trying to close. Okay. So, um, do you guys currently have, I mean, I'm assuming the answer is yes for some of these things, but like, do you currently have a CRM set up? Um, do you currently have a way to record meetings like zoom? Uh, are you guys using something for bookings like Calendly, um, anything like that? Yeah, so CRM right now is monday.com because I have a partnership with them. I, I make TikToks for them. Once our six months, oh, cool. over, I can switch. I don't really care. Um, monday.com, <laughs> I use Notion for all my client stuff. I use um, LinkedIn, Sales Navigator. I have Calendly. I record Zooms with Fathom. And then I'm trying to think what else I'm missing. I'm evaluating like a micro Zoom info, something probably like Apollo is what I'll end up using. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? I think that's it. I use lavender. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um outreach. That's awesome. And, you know, and, and I think, look, like I look at, um, everything as, as being on a spectrum, right? I mean, the two to three meetings a week is actually pretty solid because you're getting two to three direct, uh, sales meetings. Um, and those people are, already past the qualification stage. Cause like they're already 
qualified and they're interested and you booked a qualified meeting. Uh, so that's one side of the spectrum. Um, the reason I started doing the whole podcast method, cause I used to do it that way and that way worked for us. Uh, you know, we'd get like a meeting a day or meeting every other day. Uh, what we, what we changed though, was I interviewed and in the interviews live, I can send it to you, but I interviewed the, um, CMO of Scorpion, which is actually a $200 million per year, uh, SaaS, uh, B2B SaaS company. And they also are a marketing agency. And I asked him, uh, how do you do outbound sales? And he told me that he never leads with a direct sales pitch and hasn't for like six years. And he grew the company from initially uh, when he was working there over a six year period from $20 million a year to $150 million a year. They just raised $100 million from, I think it was Insight or something. Uh, it's all public if you look up Scorpion SEO on Crunchbase. Um, but the thing is that, uh, he said that what we would do was he would send gifts and or invite people on a podcast. And then once they came out into their orbit, then they would hit them with some sort of an offer. Um, and I started doing it about a year and a half ago and I booked, you know, 10, 20 times more meetings. And it, it, it was just a much better thing for clients because the whole direct pitch thing, it does work, but some products are just not interesting enough to people. Some people just do not like the product uh, that they're trying to sell. And it, it like, no matter what you do, those campaigns might not work. And if you really ask the people and you ask the companies, how is it that they're getting business? They'll always say referrals, word of mouth, things like that. Right? So if the campaigns don't always work for them on an outbound basis, they basically come back to you and say, Hey, why is this not working? You said you could book all these meetings and it, it creates a really bad situation for pretty much everyone involved, but then you get lucky. And sometimes those campaigns just crush it and you get a ton of meetings booked and that happens sometimes, but it's inconsistent. So the podcast though, it's kind of like a universal offer that works no matter what. So you can, I would create a podcast with you. Uh, the podcast would be called whatever we want to call it. It'd just be a business interview podcast or something. And then from there, uh, we'd invite guests on, we'd get about 10 to 20 times more people saying yes than we would normally. Uh, the idea is that we'd probably get I'm assuming probably like 30 people a month to say yes. Uh, and then from there, we would essentially work with you to make sure that we're not booking too many. So that way you can schedule those time in for follow-ups because that's where the relationship is built. When you have time to book that second, third, fourth call, and then usually the money is in the third or fourth call, typically. Um, I hope that's helpful. I hope I answered your question. I know it's a lot of like random different things, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't expecting the call to go this way today. So I'm like just kind of processing um, yeah. and kind of keeping this in my back pocket. So it's interesting. I think probably more so than booking meetings, what I need help with is it, and I don't need help with it, but it would be nice to have um, people to take discovery calls and those closing calls for me. I think it just looks more professional to have like a team backing um, that yeah. sales process versus like the coach actually taking on every single role in the organization. <laughs> and I, yeah. I don't, I don't think closing is my strong suit to be honest. So I think a lot of my deals get stalled up in that proposal stage. Um, so that's kind of what's interesting to me right now. So, yeah. And I think, you know, we, uh, what, uh, one thing I do for my team and also for my clients is uh, we try to help them uh, not just hire people who need to be trained, but bring on people who already know how to close deals and then have them close. So one thing we could do together is I could get you meetings with solopreneur agency owners 
who do not have a team and say, look, I'm growing really fast, which you are. I mean, this is really good growth rate. I'm growing really fast. Um, I do not have time to take these extra meetings, but I can train you on how to do this process. That's what I did. And that's how I grew my business was I basically had like all these solopreneur agency owners uh, and I just kept them on rotation and I gave them all commission. And I, I, I've already spent about $7,000 on legal fees to build these contracts for salespeople of all different types, whether it's a employee or a contractor, you know, commission agreements, commission change agreements, all this stuff. And so it, it helps make it easier to scale a team and I could work with you on that. So essentially like the, the fee that we charge on a monthly basis is $2,500 per month. And uh, that just allows you to work with us to uh, book meetings and or do any other kind of growth functions around building a community or scaling anything with the business you want to grow. When I work with Grant, Grant, the reason why we started was because, yes, he did need a podcast and he needed meetings. But on top of that, he uh, wanted to grow this community. And because I already had a community that I had grown, I knew how to grow one with him and I knew how to build these systems. Um, so you know, I think if that's something that you need, I could definitely help in both aspects. I have about eight salespeople on my team and almost all of them are actually agency owners. Uh, they're not actually uh, hired sales reps because I used to do it that way. And they just took so long to train that it wasn't worth it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I wasn't sure where this call was going to go. So I'm going to process and think, and then are we connected on LinkedIn? Yeah, I just accepted your fall. Well, here's what here's what we could do if you want. I mean, like I said, I mean, we do this uh, two week training anyways for people where we just meet for two or three more calls just to see if it's a good fit for uh, either of us. Um, I think, it, you know, it could be good from where we're standing now because it sounds like there's some moving pieces. It sounds like there's probably some different ways that you could work with us or we could work with you. Um, and I think just understanding that it's probably going to take like one or two more calls, to be honest, uh, to really flesh that out. Um, uh, just because I want to actually start working with you on certain things. Like, I feel like we could probably start planning it. And if you decide that the stuff I give you is stuff that's pretty straightforward, then it probably wouldn't make sense for you to work with me anyways, because you could just do it yourself. But if I can be helpful and, and you say, Hey, yeah, these things I need help with, I want you to keep working with me on them. You know, I would definitely love to do that too. So there's no cost to any of that. It's just how we find new business and how we see if it's a good fit. So um, if you're free next week, we could do that or we could do it later this week on Thursday or Friday and it just really uh, start planning what it could look like. So, yeah. So I'm going to Maui for two weeks. Um, oh, so okay. Got actually it. Actually the week of April 10th would be perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I'll send you something that could work for me. Um, and then as a placeholder, and then if uh, that time doesn't work for you, just let me know. But um, I think that would be just a call to go through this stuff. And I can also add you to our training. We have this uh, lead workshop training sequence that I created that just shows how we prospect and everything uh, and kind of how we look at everything. Um, and if it's helpful, you know, it'll give you some more context over what we could do together. But I would just say, I mean, it, it sounds like then, if this is something that you want to do, it'll probably be, you know, April, middle April, something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can make decisions yeah. pretty quickly. Um, I just have to have like a really good feeling. So, so we'll yeah, see. hundred percent. And again, I, 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 the reason I don't uh, do it the other way is because I, I want to work with people that I feel like we've, you know, developed a good uh, 
uh, working understanding of, of what the work will be right, before we start working together. Cause then it's a little more clear and, and streamlined and things like that. So yeah. um, I just sent you something for uh, Monday the 10th at 2 PM PST. Uh, if that works, let me know. Uh, if not, uh, just, I can reschedule it, but um, I definitely appreciate you hopping on and, and thanks for being interested. So uh, hopefully I can be of help. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Kate, Catherine, I'll talk to you later. Uh, have right. a good one. You too. Bye. See ya. Bye.